What's up, everyone? Thanks for listening again. Trade Doc. It's 6.40, September 26, 2018. Um, I released the, my last broadcast um, after work um, towards the afternoon. Um, I did a couple of trades late in the day, but I finished up, closed up. Uh, up to over 3300 for the day in futures. Uh, I use NinjaTrader. So I wanted to record this and put this on because I, you know, as usual, I go on to look and trade and the structure that the gold futures have done. Um, So it had a range of 12.04 to 11.94. So I had a $10 range between, um, it was at the close, pretty much. Uh, it was long towards the end and I only, I closed it ten, four minutes after, like eight minutes after four. Uh, right before settlement, and then the settlement, what happened to the settlement, shot up to uh, 12.04 and down to 11.94. So it's a $10 range. And so I asked myself, who's in control of this market right now? So that's the question. Before I place a trade, you know, I did it good yesterday. Now I'm ready to, to go for it again, trying to do the best I can, and then you know, structure it's given me a $10 range. Okay. But I definitely can't absorb a $10 uh, or even a $5, you know, a 500 tick stop loss. It's right near, right in the center. I said I'd close and hold a 1200 and it's like hovering right there. It seems like 1200 is acting as resistance right now. Except for the settlement when it shot up twice. So it rejected the levels of 11.97 and below. This is thoughts and trading. So I'm having some thoughts about how I'm going to trade this. And right now, I don't know. If I could, tra I'm trying to do futures. If I had the option of trading options right here, I would just buy a put in a call, but that's not a strategy I do. Buy both directions and, you know, sell things against it once, once a direction happens. But the direction it takes, it has, like when you buy a put and a call at the same time, you want it to move one way or another pretty drastically not hover in between so that's not a viable strategy on on this one so um i might just pause this and continue it or i might scratch this recording at all but i uh, just i had to put that put that out there when trading and looking at a chart looking at a market you have to ask Who's in control, especially in this futures market? Who's in control of the market? Who's moving it up and down? 
And right now, it's not the simple players that are doing that, especially with a $10 range at settlement. That's not traders. So I'm going to hold off on trading futures. I'll see what happens when the Asian market opens up later. But as of now, I wish I could place a trade, but not at the moment. Aside from that, um, the U.S. market, EWZ, is went up a little bit. It hit um, almost 34. It came close. Uh, actually, it did. It might have. It might have touched 34. Um, that's short-term top, in my opinion. Uh, I have that theta running between 32 and 35. So again, I was looking at it, see what I can do, and there was nothing, nothing to do. Just let the position sit, let it, let it run its course. I could add positions to it, but you know, I have some, I still have some funds available, and I like to see some news come out, something in the market, so I can pull a trigger on something. Something I did miss on was gush. Gush was a good call. On my part, I just never got filled with that put. Is there time to get in it still? Could be, but I'd like to I'd like to buy it. Buy the put if it say it goes up tomorrow morning. Then I'll buy the put. Right now, gush was down today five percent, which would have been nice, you know, the put would have increased at least twenty percent. So gush was down five and a half percent. So that would have been a good a good position to do that with on gush and that's the oil market um u.s concrete is down again so it's getting closer to the point where i want to sell that call that uh that put vertical and go long on it um let's just look at look at mj kind of stocks we've been covering for a while mj is flat today so one thing that went down was Kara. I sold some sold a call against it, and yeah, Kara is working out. So that's the one that I'm hoping to receive a free put at the end. I mean, a free call. Actually, I have a free call. Um, looking to get a little bit longer towards February, March, early next year. Anyways, thanks for listening. I'm gonna stop. If you want to comment, send me an email, whatever. If you want me to discuss, cover other stocks of interest, I, I pretty much uh, trade uh, ETFs for the most part with options a lot. So I cover the broad market, um, like Russia. That's been a good one for the last three weeks. Take a look at that. That's been going up, but I've been in it for a while. Also China and, like I mentioned before, all Latin America. So those are the three sectors, you can call it. You can narrow it down and see what sectors in those countries are performing better. Um, in my opinion, they'd probably be tech and finance in all those sectors because uh, the whole world is going to, that's kind of like what the whole world lacks, saying like U.S. is uh, is prime, is the number one in, in finance and tech, but the world's coming up in there. Um I do have the dividend-paying ETFs. These are the ones I'm talking about. Um, 
and their derivatives. Some of them pay monthly, which I don't mind. And they've taken a hit in the last like couple months. But you know, I hold on. You know, keep collecting the dividend, and um, I haven't added on into into any of those positions into Russia or China or Latin America. But uh, I'm not going to buy stock on there. I'm going to play some options with it. So I was playing the Russian options. That was um, that worked out really well. Uh, I bought a call, a really cheap call, like thirty-five or something, and I just sold the calls against it, like months, like probably like four months in advance, and I kept rolling, I kept rolling, I kept rolling it. the The call became free. It never it, it expired. It expired at zero, but since I rolled that call all the time. Like every month, every time it it every time there was a dip, I'd roll it up, you know. So every time there was a dip, I'd roll it up again, and that way I was able to, even though my initial call didn't make any money, expired worthless, I my profits were from selling the calls like five months in advance, then four months and. You know, I, I'll probably do that strategy again. It's just like slow. You know, it's one of those things you got to manage it like that. And because like the Russian ETF is, isn't as liquid, you really, I wouldn't advise that unless I, I only do that. Like, for example, CARA is not that liquid, but when all the cannabis stocks started going up except for CARA, that's the one, that's when I was just like, okay, this one's the one because I know this is going to go up because the whole sector is going up, you know what I mean? So that was my my line of thinking on that one. And I'm not done. I'm like, I was thinking of just selling it and taking the profit and just waiting to see what happens because Kara did go down today. But, um, you know, I'll be, a, I'll be a big boy and hold on. And probably add something on. I'll be a professional and do that. Or I should be, just be a real professional, take the profits and put it into something else. So whatever. Um, that's what's going on. And as I'm sitting here, I'm still watching gold, still doing the same thing, hovering. It's 1200, 1199.2. And, you know, where's a trade in that? Right now, there's none. It's like, the way the market acted, I'd expect gold to go up, seeing that the bonds like pushed up at the end of the day. That's a signal that's telling you something. So, you know, who's control of the market? I think the big boys are in control of the gold market right now. I think they're adjusting their positions before they can let this market run. Because, um, like I said, it's like the bonds went up the end of the day the nasdaq was all crashing i actually showed her the nasdaq again at the end of the day for another like five six hundred bucks so that's what added on and gave me uh the you know i finished the day at 33 33.50 or something like that up 33.50 um so and in uh my other portfolio i don't know it was green though i seen it was green Anyways, thanks for listening. Like I said, mentioned before, 
I kind of just put the microphone, start talking, whatever I think comes into my head. Um, looking again at cryptos, take a look at cryptos. Uh, Bitcoin Cash was the big mover today. Um, I bought some uh, dog coin just because that didn't move. Again, that's the lagger and dog coin. I expect last time I bought it, I sold it for like 10% increase and the thing went 100%. So I'm kicking myself. Might be a little revenge trading right there, but it's I'm just looking for a 10, 20% gain and I'll be happy with a 10% gain on that. But cryptos, they're, um, what could I say, stabilizing, they're moving, they're not crashing. Though, think in, in the big picture, we need to see more pain in the crypto market. You know, because looking at Bitcoin here, where's the bottom? You know, 5,700 as of now, kind of like the bottom. Uh, you know, once it tagged the 5,700, it ran up to 8,400 <clears throat> and right back down to the 662. And uh, it's been holding 6,200 as support. Today is at 65, so it's been dangling there. It looks um, looks like it's going to have a little bit of retracement. Try test the 6200 again. So I did buy at 6200 last two bounces. I didn't realize that that was the bottom 6200. So yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so. I'll go into GDAX, see what we have in there, and uh, actually, it's not even called GDAX anymore. It's called Coinbase Pro. Um, I used to trade that on that when it was GDAX. This is like months back. Um, you know, I was trading for more crypto. Like I was like, I want more crypto, so I was trading uh, the yeah, like Litecoin and Bitcoin versus. I mean, Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash versus Bitcoin. Just trying to, I was pretty much shorting to increase the number of coins that I had. And then, you know, once it started crashing, that's when I kind of stopped. I was like, oh man, I started trading futures again. Cause you know, the crypto market is always open. Yeah, the crash that happened in July. So once that happened from July, the peak of July, that's when I was like, I didn't con I didn't uh, pay too much attention to crypto at that time. I did make a trade on Bitcoin Cash when it did ramp up right after the crash, and then I was like, "Oh, it's coming back!" But uh, yeah, sure enough, it crashed again. So yeah, we'll see if uh, crypto finds a use for it. It'll make it increase value, but right now it's all speculation. Just like, uh, just like uh, you know, Tesla was, and uh, Apple Computer when they came out, 
and uh, this new car company, NIO, which is the Chinese Tesla. I actually read an article about that saying, oh, is a Chinese Tesla a good investment? Well, how do you know? It's only been a week, okay? It's like, was Tesla a good investment? I wish I was in Tesla. But, I mean, that's just way too liquid, manipulated, all that. Um, option players, there's, you know, and I'm not a tech guy. I don't know enough about tech to be in that sector or to be in um, the, bi the biotech sector. I started just trading, like, what I know. I know about industry, construction, um, you know, manufacturing. So I was looking at companies that have a good... Um, a good uh, a blueprint, you can say, a good blueprint, a good business model that are sustainable, that doesn't look like they're going to be going bankrupt and stuff like that. So that's what I first started investing in and looking in when I didn't know anything, when I didn't know why people read charts. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, companies go up and down that fast every day, but yeah. Uh, that's when I first started investing was just looking for good companies that um, that you can incre increase your value and uh, you know years later here I am trading so hey thanks for listening everybody again sorry for rambling on this really doesn't have um, I guess this episode is just kind of like a recap and um, I'm just kind of would like to reach out and see if anybody want have a topic for me to you want me to to touch upon or you know ask questions or anything like that. I'm just looking to socialize. Trading is a lonely sport. <laughs> All right, guys, peace.